Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. And I'm going to cover another one of these topics that uh, I was given by somebody. Um, if you have any topic that, topics that you'd like me to cover, just shoot me an email, info at wealthwithin.com.au and say, hey Dale, can you do X? Happy to have a good look at it for you. But this one is on um, how do you use watch list to best effect? Um, so I've been asked, to me, it's watch list is something that we do all the time and it's like, and to give you an idea of watch list is let me take a step back from that. What I find a lot of people do is they read something in a paper, hey, ABC stock's looking good, and they go and buy it because they've read something in a paper or they've read something on a chat forum or they've seen something on a TV that somebody's discovering X, Y, and Z, and they just go boom and they buy it. They might do a little bit of research around it, but they don't have a watch list, and that's what they don't have. Um, but when you talk to people like elite sports people, or elite in whatever they do, they they plan and envisage uh, and visualize what they're doing. So, for example, somebody at the Olympics um, standing at the starting line of a race, or um, Tiger Woods, classic example, Tiger Woods, um, before he plays a shot, he visualizes the whole shot in his head before he's done it. So that's his watch list. That's basically, he's planning his round of golf in his head. So he has a whole plan of what he's going to do. So that to me is what a watch list is for a trader is we have stocks that the thing with the market is unlike golf or some sport where you're running, you can control what you do. So you can control your swing, you control how you hold the club, all those sorts of things. When you're on the starting line, you can control how you're positioned on the starting line. You can control how fast or slow that you move and how you move. So all of that you can control because you're, you're in control of those. When you're talking about the marketplace, you can't control the stock. You're just the, the observer. So whatever's happening with that stock or the stock price or the market is happening regardless of what you're doing. Okay, All you can do as an investor or trader is make a decision to enter or exit. That's all you can do. So when you exit, you get the money putting in your bank account. When you enter, you take money out of your bank account and hand it over to a broker and you get the stock. That's what happens. It's pretty simple. You pay a small fee for it being brokerage and that's what happens. But whether you own the stock or not, you can't control anything. All you can control is when you get in and when you get out. So what we have to do is create a watch list of stocks that we might have a portfolio and you know if you've been listening to my podcast or if you read my book accelerate your wealth you'll know i talk about eight to twelve stocks in your portfolio 
okay? So you might own six, so you've got money sitting there to have another two positions. So we create a watch list. Now, some people will go, hey, I've got $20,000, you know, I'm going to break it up into eight positions. I'll go and buy eight stocks right now, bang. I've never done that. I don't do that. Because you might not find eight stocks to buy today, and some stocks that you think are good today, but you're waiting for an entry point on, may change next week, may turn and go the other way, and you decide, no, they're not as good anymore. So to me, we do a staged, staging into our portfolio. So if you were to come to us for our, to us to manage your money um, in our direct equity managed account service, and you go, let's say I've got $100,000, we won't put it in straight away. We don't do that. Um, other brokers, brokers will, and fund managers will because it's easy because they go, oh, okay, John, thanks for giving us 100 grand. It's all in, the, all in stocks today. We've forgotten about you and moved on to the next person. That's what they do. What we're about is making your money. And if there's not eight or 10 stocks or 12 stocks to buy today, we ain't buying them because I'd rather have your money sitting in cash earning a few percent than watching your money fall away for the next two or four weeks because there's nothing to buy and the market's going backwards. Yeah, it's easy if I just put you all in in eight or 10 stocks today or 12 stocks, whatever that is today, because then I can forget about you in theory. But that's not how we work. So it's about having a watch list. So what we might do is you might give us your money today and we might buy one or two stocks today and we have a watch list of stocks that may trigger in the next month. So we break them up into different stages. So we have a watch list of stocks that may trigger in the next month and then we have another, uh, an extra watch list, or the same watch list, we just colour code things. And in that same watch list we have a different colour for ones that might be in the next three months. That's what we do. And what we do is every week we'll go through and look at our watch list of ones that might trigger in the next month and they'll either stay there, they'll either get bought, they'll stay in the watch list or they'll move to the three months or they'll get taken out of the watch list if they turn the other way and we don't like them anymore. And that's a constant process that we take. So what a watch list is to us is where we're focusing and that's why it's called a watch list. What are we focusing on? So often people go, wow, there's 500 stocks on the All Orders Index. How do I find what to buy? I've got to look at 500 stocks every week. No, we don't. So when, we, when you buy my book, Accelerate Your Wealth, we teach you how to create a portfolio for the style that you want. So, and that gives you a focus on a watch list of narrowing down a watch list to a certain uh, number of stocks. And then you watch those. Um, and so we're narrowing down and making it simpler, but you're also being more effective. So you're trading less, making more money, and you're being more effective. So our watch list uh, might be effectively uh, 100 stocks, but we might only be watching uh, closely 10 of those or 20 of those at any one time. Uh, the, others, the other 80 we might only look at once every three or four weeks. But there's 20 we'll look at every week or 25 we'll look at any week and maybe five of those might be a trigger in the next week or two and now the 15 might be the next six or seven weeks, depending on the watch list. So we build it around the context of our of what we want to achieve because they'll always hear me can say context and content. What's the what's the goal of my portfolio? Is it medium term, long term, short term? Is it you know high growth, high dividends? What is it is? So once you've got all that laid out, then the watch list fits behind that to give you the stocks that to look at. So how do I select stocks for our watch list? Really, um, I, I quite often will look at stocks that are falling in value. Uh, and this is the question or the comment the person's made here. How to select stocks for watch list? You know, good companies that are falling. Yes, like AMP's been falling and it's still falling. Um, but it's last. It's been a little bit better more in the last couple of months or late. Um, 2019, early 2020, it's been a little bit better, but 
they might sit on my watch list, but that might be on a three-month-out part of my watch list. Um, but I do look at companies that are finding support starting to rise up. But I also look at stocks at the other end that have been rising quite nice and, and pulling back a little bit, maybe just finding some equilibrium to be able to move up again. So there's different ways that we do look at or in techniques we use to assess companies that we like. First thing is, is does it look good um, from a a visual point of view and once we do that then we start applying analysis to that so and i can't go in too much detail of how we do that because that's our ip and what we teach our students and what we do as a fund manager um, but he's also got uh, he's asked can commodities be included on a watch list and which ones are helpful um, and why gold oil metals um, yeah what we do on our watch list is every uh, what we well, janine and i do is we look at some of the commodities um, let's say um, iron ore is probably an easy one um, for us to do um, because BHP Rio Fortescue, you know, if you look at, we overlay the iron ore price onto these charts at times and see what iron ore is doing and, and along with the Australian dollar. So it helps us look at it because everything moves. There's cause and effect to everything. So what causes BHP to move? Yes, it's more buyers for the stock, but what causes those people to be interested in the stock in the first place? So that's what you need to look at. So you might find that uh, the Australian dollar is moving up or down and that will affect BHP or Rio or Fortescue. You might find that the commodities price is moving up or down and there's a lagging effect. So let's say commodity prices move up this month, the price on BHP might move up next month. So you're looking at those sorts of things. So they're good to, I don't actually have them on our watch list, but every month we look at those and look at see what's happening. We also do looking at momentum and volatility in different areas and sectors and where money flows and where's money flowing in and out of different sectors. So we might find that money's flowing out of the top 100 going into the top 50. Um, or going out of the top 20 into the top 50 or out, stocks outside the top 20. So we look at money flows as well to help us select our watch list as well, um, from there. Um, another one is, can sectors be included on the watch list? Again, same principle. Uh, and he's got which ones are helpful and why all sectors. So Jenna and I are constantly looking at sectors. And if you watch our YouTube channel, our live show on Tuesday nights, 7 to 8 p.m., you'll understand that we have a, a, a rotation. You know, the first month, first Tuesday of the month is always what's the market doing. And then we do the sectors on the market. Then we do um, we do overseas markets. I'm trying to think what we do here. Uh, but each week we've got something different. These are all things that Jenna and I look at all the time. So we're looking at overseas markets as well we're looking at different sectors we're different uh, so we're looking at the indices as well what are the different indices because money moves in and out as, and you might find that um, for example you know banking stocks were in the nose from 2015 and they're falling away so money was coming out of that but where does it go to you need to follow the money because the big end of town is getting out of them but they're putting the money somewhere else. And so that's where you need to look at all the different sectors. Where is it going to? But you also need to be understanding when the sector's peaking out. In Australia, we've got some interesting things, you know, like in um, telecommunication sectors, that's dominated by Telstra. So you've got to be careful there because if you overlay the telecommunication sector chart on top of a Telstra chart, they look pretty similar. Um, you're looking at CSL on the healthcare chart and cochlear are pretty much running that sort of area. So there's some things there you need to, to do be considered. But yeah, all sectors uh, help you understand where to look for to put stocks into your watch list. So for example, you would have heard us on our show, last shows in 2019, we would have, we brought up 
what happened in 2019 and where we think markets moving in 2020. And we're looking at what were the worst sectors in the Australian market in 2019. Because what goes down must go up and what goes up must go down. It's just pretty logical. So look for some of the worst sectors and look to see what stocks are in those because when they start to turn, you might get some opportunities to put on your watch list. But you'll also get leaders and laggers in an industry as well. So you might get stocks taking off in a sector and others not. But eventually others in that sector will start to take off because the early take ones that take off will start to get more and more expensive. And so the money moving into that sector will go, hang on, I can get better value on these stocks in that same sector. So then, that, then they'll start to take off. So there's lots of different things you can do. Uh, again, I'm being really sort of high level here. This is all stuff I deal with with our, our students quite regularly. Janelle and I work with our students mentoring and showing them how to do all this in a bit more detail so that you always got to the forefront of having a great watch list that's managed, actively managed. And there's, it sounds like there's a lot of work to do, but it's not. It's pretty simple once you get your process in place. It's, you know, Janine and I don't spend shed loads of time putting our watch list together on a weekly, monthly basis. It's just a process we take all the time. Um, um, it goes on, is technical analysis the same for commodities and stocks, uh, sectors, commodities and stock sectors as it is for individual stocks? Yes. What we do, our analysis that we teach people in our diploma course, you can use on any market, any commodity, any currency, any market, anywhere in the world over any time frame. So the answer to all those questions about a technical analysis is yes, it can work on anything. Um, then he goes on to say, do commodities and sectors provide any signals for including certain stocks on your watch list? Yeah, uh, I think I've pretty much answered that one as well because um, obviously, you know, if we start seeing a sector moving up something, the sector moving is a result of the stocks within it moving. So it's the effect of all the stocks. It's like the All Ordinance Index is made up of 500 stocks. So all the stocks combined make the All Ordinance Index move up and down. But individually, those stocks will be moving faster or slower than the All Ordinance Index. They'll be more volatile and their momentum will be faster or slower than the All Ordinance Odds. Some will be going down while the All Ordinance is going up. Some will be going up while the All Ordinance is going down. Um, but yes, it's, uh, they can help you provide that. But great question. Um, thanks for that. So again, if you want me to cover a topic or you've got a question for me, happy to look at that info at wealthwithin.com.e. So shoot all your questions through. As I said, if you haven't found our YouTube channel yet, Wealth Within TV on YouTube, our live show, Tuesdays uh, 7 to 8 p.m. here in Australia. Um, but uh, I also do a U.S. market report that comes out in the U.S. on Mondays. Sorry, my voice is going. Have a bit of a drink. Um, yeah, it's on, it goes out Mondays in the US, Tuesdays here in Australia, which is Monday in the US, um, on looking at US stocks and the US market from that point of view. But again, uh, get my book, Accelerate Your Wealth, It's Your Money, Your Choice. You can get it from great bookstops, bookshops or online. But uh, again, if you need to talk, uh, ask questions, info at wealthwithin.com.au. You've been listening to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam here, the Chief Analyst of Wealth Within. Take care. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.